to promote? Are you looking for a few hundred extra dollars? Well, 411 Locals is the answer. 411 Locals specializes in getting your website seen with a higher Google ranking. 411 Locals is also rewarding the 100th caller with their choice of three prizes. Those prizes are an Xbox One, PS4, or $500. If you are tired and of your website being lost in the clutter and want a chance at fabulous prizes, call 855-203-1377. That's 855-203-1377. Let Devin find your business loan with a minimum of $25,000 and no maximum. Call Devin at 316-281-5095 or find him at devinsmoneymachine.com. Do you need expansion cash now? Call Devin at 316 316- Two eight one five zero nine five, United States only. An old ebook that changed everything we know about Jesus can be downloaded for free. The name of the book is My Great Love for Jesus. It reveals the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Just Google the keywords My Great Love for Jesus. 
Damian McCall, independent distributor for Herbalife, wants to help you gain more energy and feel great. He believes in the Herbalife system and wants to show you just how this simple system can help you reach your fitness goals. Herbalife will help you lose weight or gain muscle mass. Yes, you heard me right. You now have a choice with Herbalife. To begin reaching your fitness goals, connect with Damian McCall on Facebook at Simply Fit. That's S-Y-M-P-L-E-E-P-H-I-T. Tell him this needs to be said radio sent you.
Thank you so much for joining us today for This Needs to Be Said and Life Challenges with Donald Ray Mills. And our topic today is the self-evaluation. Hey, Don, how are you? Catherine, Catherine, awesome. I am doing great. I'm excited to be on your show today. Man, I have awesome information. I have information that can truly make a difference in your life. I tell you, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm fired up. All right, well, let's jump right into it. I got my pen and paper out, ready for class. And you know what, you know what, uh, Catherine and Life Challengers, good afternoon or good morning. Uh, Welcome to the show today. Certainly glad that you're here with me because this is evidence that you're ready to to take it on. You're ready for... You're ready for the next step in your life where you're going to make some different decisions that's going to have a different type of outcome for you. And I'm excited with you because I like to think that we're a team. We're in it together. And plus, what we do, we come together every Wednesday to share information. It's just that Catherine has provided me the opportunity to share what I think about what we can do differently than what we've been doing uh, that can make a true difference in your life. But I know that when you have the opportunity, you do the same. So I am ecstatic. Today, we're still talking about life challenges. And once again, I don't know, oftentimes I think we have more questions. We have just more questions, and I don't know if we have all the answers. I think that sometimes we continue to seek answers. But let's get started. Let's kind of redefine where we are. What is a life challenge? I mean, what is a life challenge? A life challenge is an occurrence. It's a circumstance that's found in each one of your life domains. It identifies where you are in terms of your spirituality, where you are in regards to housing, where you are in regards to your employment status or your education status, where you are in terms of your mental and physical health. It requires you to evaluate and take a position in regards to where you are relative to each one of your life domains. That becomes your life circumstance, and your challenge is upon an evaluation to determine if you are where you think you should be. If you are experiencing the benefits, if you are conquering or if you are resolving dilemmas or concerns or problems that you may have in each of these areas. Are you getting what you want? Are you getting what you need in order for you to ultimately live a full and more satisfying life? Are you in a position where you can help family, where you can help friends, where you can add value? These are the questions we ask of ourselves every day, and I like to think on every day we're attempting to reposition ourselves so that we can get some answers. I can't answer the question for you. I don't know where you are in regards to each one of your life domains. I have to ask the question of myself, and my commitment to you is to mentor, is to be a role model, is to encourage, is to motivate, is to inspire, is to get you the information you need to help you decide to move in a direction that's going to help you get all of your goals met and help you position yourself to be able to help others. Those are the questions we have. Then here's another question. We now know what life challenges are. Who are the life challengers? You know, what is it? Is it a thing? Is it a person? 
Who or what is a life challenger? Well, let me say this. When I say become a life challenger, when I say reposition yourself, am I really saying you hadn't done all these things? Am I saying that you're not now a life challenger? Well, guess what? If you're listening to my voice, you are matter-of-factly a life challenger. You have overcome. You have conquered. You have got it right most of the time. So, yes, you are a life challenger. Yes, you're very Yes, you're motivated. Yes, you're inspired. Yes, you are encouraged. Yes, you have gotten it right. The only thing I'm doing for you is providing an opportunity to kind of brush up on your life challenger skills. Brush up on your life challenger skills and become familiar with the life challenges concept. Become familiar with the life challenges concept because up until now, maybe you weren't able to talk about it or to put it into words or to define it or to understand what it is you've been doing all these years. Now, I have a way for you to express yourself. And what I want you to do, I'm challenging you to take it to the next level. Take it to the next level enables all of us to come together. Beginning the second week of October, register now. All you have to do is go to my Facebook page or email me, contact me, or do something and say, I'm in. Say, register me. Once you're registered, then what we're going to do is embrace a course of action, a protocol, a number of classes that will define every step. Don, are you I have a specific you? goal that you want to work towards achieving. Don, a specific can you hear goal. Me? Yes, I can. Don, can you hear me? Okay, because I can hear you. Going out. Okay, something's going out when you're talking, so I don't know if you're hitting mute. Um, but be careful over there because we're missing some stuff. Okay, you are missing some stuff. Okay, yeah, you're better? talking and then it goes. Yeah, I hear you fine now, but when you're talking, it just goes out for a bit. It, it's done it twice, so I don't know. Okay, if well I'm gonna have to hit Okay, well I'm gonna have to make sure I'm sensitive to that. And thanks for the prompt because this is good information, and I do not want anybody to miss anything. And Me the either. basic premise here is to make sure that you are aware of specifically what you are doing in order you for you to get the most out of your total behaviors, the doing, the thinking, the feeling, and your physiology. And principally, we talked about the definition of a life challenge. Now we've moved on to the life challenger. And I guess what I want to emphasize is that all of us, all of us are life challengers. All of us have been effective. All of us have been successful in achieving, for the most part, the goals that we have set for ourselves. And in terms of achieving our fullest potential, I don't even know if that is as we realize a degree of success, we all of a sudden have added on another rung to the la to the ladder that takes us to a higher level. So I'm just very, very, very excited. Then I ended that specific piece with uh, making sure that you take advantage of this opportunity to enroll in the Life Challenges class that's coming up starting on the first week of October.
And in preparation for that, you're getting this information about what is going to be required of you uh, to help you achieve the goals that are necessary for you to live the full and more satisfying life and get a lot more stuff accomplished. How uh, how am I doing, Catherine? Is it clear? Yes, Great. you're doing good. Great. Great. All right. Well, well let's, let's get started then. Um, life challenges, gather around me. Have a seat. Class is in section. I want to give a little intro there just to make sure we're on the same page. Let me give you the rest of the information. Today is Wednesday, August the 19th, 2015. And I said that because that is concrete information. Today is Wednesday, August the 19th, 2015. Life challengers would ask the question, when we talk about life challenges and we talk about life challengers, this is where we are. Life challengers would ask the question, is where I am this very moment where I thought I would be in my life domains? Is where I am. Am I exactly where I thought I would be five years ago, ten years ago, a month ago, a day ago? How about yesterday? I mean, it's a, it's 2.20 Eastern Standard Time. Are you exactly where you thought you would be today? Well, if you say yes to that, then I am excited because that tells me that you had a goal, you had an action plan connected to your goal that gave you a reasonable chance of achieving the goal, and you achieved the goal as a result of your being exactly where you are now. And you not only applied this to this particular goal, but you're applying it to other goals that you have set forth in your life domains. That is very, very important. Now, some of us, some of us know, but many of us don't because we just haven't given it much thought. And I'm talking about in respect to how we live our lives. We live our life by breathing, by engaging in activities that earn us a living while trying to remain as healthy as possible. We have family and friends of whom we are supportive of and love. We don't think a lot about living or dying. We just go about our way until there's a concern or a problem. And then we become stressed as we try to figure out what we need to do to get back on track, what we need to do to renormalize our life, what we need to do to achieve that comfort level that allows us to be the person that we were prior to our having the concerns or the problem. I say to you, I say to you, in order for you to realize a greater benefit, in order for you to effectively manage the potential deal breakers, all the potential uh, manifestation, all the potential realization that there is a concern or there is a problem, there is the self-evaluation phase. And becoming a life challenger starts with that self-evaluation. And the self-evaluation phase it's just about just knowing where you are. It's just about knowing who you are. It's just about knowing what you want and what you need in each one of your life domains. I mean, that's all it is. I mean, it's no more and it's no less than knowing specifically who you are. 
right? And that is defined by knowing where you are in regards to your housing situation, in regards to spirituality, in regards to your educational skill level, in regards to the relationship that you have with family, friends, and, and intimate, intimate loved ones, or a social gathering. It's knowing where you are. It's knowing where you are in regards to your financial situation, in regards to your mental and physical health. It's knowing exactly where you are. It's identifying the strengths, meaning those things that you have going for you, and your weaknesses, those attributes about you that you can build on. It's knowing specifically about what you can do today to maybe put yourself in a different position. Maybe as opposed to owning or renting your house, you might just want to live with family or friends or vice versa. Maybe you want to own your house. Maybe you want two houses. Maybe in terms of your spirituality, you're still searching for some answers. You're still trying to understand the rationale for just just how it all come together. You know, once again, that requires an in-depth search of you because when I think when I think of spirituality, I think of oneself. It is your way of loving, accepting, and relating to the world and people around you. For me, it comes from God and is drawn from Christian beliefs. For some of you, it may mean something totally different. Just know that one of the requirements of a life challenger is that you must believe. I mean, you got to believe in something. I mean, come on, guys. There is the darkness of night. I mean, we're certainly imperfect. We certainly don't get it right all the time. We certainly forget. We make mistakes. We certainly make errors. I mean, come on, that's the nature of our very being. And if we're not spiritually grounded, somehow or another we get lost. Spiritually grounded allows us to rediscover ourselves because when we can't carry ourselves, then there's that spiritual component in our lives that will carry us, that will carry us. And quite often, I will say, God is good, and inevitably, if I say it aloud, somebody will respond all of the time. But, you know, that's, that's how I feel. How do you feel? What do you believe in? Are you spiritual? Who do you call in the darkness of night when you are lost, when you're overwhelmed by life's circumstance, when you believe that you have failed and you question your ability to recover, when you believe that you've given all that there is to give and you still realize no benefit, when you question life and living, and you accept that sometimes living is harder than dying. At some point, at some point, we have to embrace life and all that. Having said that, it's defined as life challengers. Now you become a life challenger in respect to those life challenges because you're not. Times, if it doesn't make you strong, it's going to kill you. And for most of us, hello, we're still around. 
which suggests to me that we have confronted the demons in our lives. And address the concerns and find solutions to the problems so that we can reposition ourselves value to the life of another, such that we're able to help our family and friends live fuller and more satisfying lives, so that we can know exactly where we stand and what is necessary of us to take it to the next level. I think all of this is critical information. I believe that we have to embrace the cliche I can attitude. I believe that we can make a difference. I will tell you something that, that I had shared with somebody the other day, and, it, and it's, it's not cliche. This is what I said, Catherine. I said that, that if we go out through life acknowledging that we live to make a positive difference in a life of another, guess what? We will. If we go throughout life acknowledging that we are committed to adding value to the life of another, guess what? We will engage in behaviors that add value. If we go through life understanding that we do want to enable our family and friends to live fuller and more satisfying lives, I don't know what that means, but I bet you as we establish and nurture those relationships, we can identify where their needs are. We can identify what it is that they want out of life. And then all of a sudden, we we can begin to say little things or do little things that's going to make a difference. And they're going to be left inspired. They're going to be left encouraged. They're going to be left motivated. And with new information, believe it or not, they're going to transition between the philosophical phase of just thinking and feeling to the application phase of doing. And they are going to assume responsibility and accountability. And then we will leave them to go to another family member or friend. And we will do the same thing with them, and then before you know it, we have that domino effect. And then before you know it, all of our families and friends are prosperous. They're doing well. They're acknowledging what they can do to add benefit not only to their life, but to the life of others. And then in the in the end, I just made a simple comment. We live. We live. Catherine, are you with me on all of that? What are your reflections? What are your thoughts? How do you decipher all of that? What would you add to that? We had a conversation this morning. What are you thinking about this whole life challenges and life challenger concept? Because you've been involved in this for golly the past three months. Well, the thing that really sticks out in my head is what I started out the show with today is, you know, identifying where I am and not like in a physical, like I live in this part of the world kind of thing, but where am I in my life? And some of the things that I was evaluating when I was talking with you is there's some things that still make me pretty angry and I probably need to um, try a different way of responding, but those things still just like get my blood boiling, even if it's not something that's directly affecting me. But where am I in my in my life, you know, emotionally, mentally, um, where I'm handling challenges? Mm-hmm. And so that was um, 
a, a big awareness saying, okay, I'm aware that there are still things that will get me going, that will get me just, and, you know, deciding what I want to do with it and how I want to approach it. And even one of the comments I made, you reworded it as a life challenger would say it, as opposed to saying, oh, yeah, I'm trying or I'm I'm doing better or I'm trying to make it. Um, evaluating, saying, you know, that my life is not necessarily free of issues, dramas, challenges, but I know where I am right now, and I know that I'm making a decision, you know, on how to handle this next. And even more basically, we were talking about, and that this, these two are two different things, but, you know, coffee burning your mouth. Now, if you want the coffee to keep burning your mouth, keep sipping it through the little hole in the cup or take the lid off, you know, do something different if you want to get a different result. So, again, evaluating where you are. You're going to keep doing the same thing, getting the same result, and still being, you know, feeling the same way at the at, as a consequence. Or are you going to do something different? You may, you know, end up with the same feeling or the same consequence, but at least you try something different. And do you decide to go back to the old thing, or do you keep trying to practice a new thing, or do you try something else, you know, to move you forward? And it's all about moving you forward, moving your life forward, and and that that's a challenge. I mean, we have those deal breakers that come often, you know, sometimes. Sometimes it seems like, you know, everything's hunky-dory, but other times it seems like when it rains, it pours. And how do you deal with it? And we could choose to have a woe with me. We could choose to say, you know, why me? You know, we could say this isn't my life. You know, I want to get off here or, you know, or we can take the approach like I have witnessed you do many times to see everything for what it is. And it seems like you don't attach the emotion that maybe women do. I know I do sometimes uh, to the situation. You know, I don't feel that's right and they shouldn't do that and, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, so the so the self-evaluation is really me looking and saying, okay, this is where I am. Do I want to stay here or do I want to try something new? So that's my um, my take on the topic for today and what you've shared. Mhm. And, and and you're right. You're exactly you're exactly right about that. And a couple points that that you pointed out was first of all, it has a lot to do with choice. Your ability to choose whether or not you're going to emotionally react to a situation, or you're going to respond to a situation as evidenced by your giving it thought, by your determining what may be the appropriate intervention or the appropriate solution to help you manage something much, much more effectively or end up with a different outcome. The other piece of that is keeping your options open, not locking yourself into one way of seeing something. I want to say something about life challenges as a prerequisite. It doesn't have anything to do with age. It doesn't have anything to do with where you are now. Once all right, where'd you go? Don, I can't hear you. All right, are you on mute? Because I can't hear you. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and let me see if I can't get him back on the line, because we were right in the middle of the topic there. We'll be right back. Take a short break.
And then starting at the very next page, you're given an explanation or rationale for why you want to become a life challenger. You want to, then, and that is going to be your marcher. You're going to use that as your springboard. And as you define uh, you as a life challenger, I mean, what's going to be your standard? I mean, what are you going to stand for? What What are the expectations of yourself in terms of uh, uh, staying on track? Uh, define specifically what a life challenger means to you and what you expect from yourself. On separate pages, uh, beginning with the life domains, start have each page for each life domain. So on one page, you may have spirituality. On another page, you may have sexuality. On another page, you may have housing. On another page, you may have education and skill level. On another page, you may have mental and physical health. On another page, you may have uh, uh, employability or your, or your education. Just something that represents a life circumstance. Something that represents a life challenge, something where you're going to develop a specific goal. And just just remember, in each life challenge, there has to be a self-evaluation. You have to determine where you are. You have to determine what is it that you want. You have to determine what is it that you need. And within that life domain, answer those questions. You know, where am I in regards to this life challenge? Well, in terms of housing, I'm living in a three-bedroom house uh, uh, that I'm paying a mortgage on. Uh, I owe these many more payments. I pay this amount a month. Uh, my preference is to uh, 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 decrease the amount of money I pay each month for the mortgage. So that may result in a goal of refinancing the loan on the property. It's, it's just that simple. It's determining where you are and what you want to have. Where my house is too big or where my house is too small. Uh, and once again, you Position yourself to develop a new goal based on your self based on the results of your self evaluation. That's what becoming a life challenger is. That's how you define your life challenges because they are grounded or they are found in your life domains. Life challengers. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to end here, and I know we haven't had the opportunity to get a lot of you on board in terms of uh, making a comment or asking a question. If there's someone out there who would like to do that now, maybe they'd like to ask a question to get clarification. Maybe they would like to add a comment. Maybe they would like to testify. If that is the case, press 1 now. If it is not the case, I mean, please don't hesitate to contact me. My name is Don Mills. I'm at 704 502 6555 on Facebook. I am at Donald Ray Mills. If we are not already friends, send in a friend request. Catherine? Hey, Donald. I'm here. Okay, I just want to make sure that if there's anything you want to add to that, I, I certainly appreciate it. If not, then I'm just glad to have had this opportunity to share information that's going to help folks get started. Well, I'd like for people to uh, answer those questions for themselves, even if they don't get the opportunity to press 1 or call in to 347-994-3320 before we wrap up today, is, you know, who are we as a life challenger? What do we stand for? And how do we become one? Those questions you asked us in the beginning of the conversation. And 
the more we repeat that to ourselves, because these aren't new questions. Anytime you sit down with a financial advisor, what are your goals? Or you sit down with someone, they say, where do you see yourself in five years? Or you start a business, what's your five-year plan? Or whatever. You've heard these questions before, so you have to identify where you are, like Donna's pointed out, right now, in order to know where you're going. And we just have to keep asking ourselves that question until it's like, aha, aha. Because it may be something as simple as um, one of my friends was pointing out, the other day, it could be something as simple as you want your son to go to Scarewinds and you want to pay for all of his friends in October and it's August. So you determine how much it costs and what are you going to do to get the money so that all of his friends can go with him to Scarewinds on October 31st. And it's, it could be something major like buying a house, you know. And, of course, they have all of these programs, and sometimes when we don't use patience or and we don't research, um, we we get ourselves into a jam, but sometimes if we research too long, we end up not making a decision. So that in itself would say, okay, I'm an impatient person or I'm somebody who takes a long time to make a decision, but that's not the bad thing. The good news is you now are aware of yourself. So ask these questions of yourself that Don has pulled out for today and just revisit them, you know, on each day. And, you know, what I've found, on is that it, when I don't try to apply this to everything at one time, I'm better able to decide where I'm going to go and what direction I'm going to go in. So if I choose that I'm just going to focus on rebuilding my credit and making sure that I get that credit score that I want, I put most of my focus there. Other things are happening, but my main focus and my attention is on that credit file and what I need to do. Or if it's about um, a project I want to do around my home, then I'm maybe taking a class, watching something on YouTube, seeing if I can get materials on sale, and I'm buying things at one time because that's my focus until that's complete. So I just want to add and encourage the Life Challengers to take the questions you've given us today and answer them for themselves. What were you about to say? That uh, uh, just giving you some feedback, such as you indicated to me that it sounded like it was muting in and out. Even as you were mm-hmm. speaking, it, it appeared to be muting in and out. So it's something that's going on. Technology okay. that's that's yeah. Okay. Because it's doing it again. Okay. Don, are you there? Yeah, we're definitely having a challenge today. And that's a deal breaker, but you guys got most of the information that we wanted you to have. We might be missing a couple of bits and pieces here. But thank you, Don, for being a part of This Needs to be Said. And we'll talk with everyone on next week when we're talking with Don again about life challenges and how to get you signed up in October, the class that he's having. So make sure you get your journal and you begin to ask yourself the questions that he poses each Wednesday uh, starting at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So until next time, everyone have a wonderful rest of the day. And if you want to hang around a little bit more, I do have a couple of other things going on. But for those of you who are listening specifically for the Life Challenges segment, we're going to go ahead and wrap that up. Amen. I'm just feeling like greatness right now, you know? You ever just have one of those days where you just wake up and everything just goes your way for some reason and you just like, yo, you feeling, you just feeling like, man, you just feeling more awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
woke up this morning and saw the sun shining. Had a good long sleep, so I was feeling all mighty. On top of that, had a stack of pancakes on my plate. Side of toast, home fried eggs, and bacon for the tight. So, of course, we're feeling so marvelous. Like, because the good breakfast looks gorgeous. Got the relaxed, chill, bathe in water, riches. How I felt inside, my life felt fixed up. No drama after eating that good meal. Just showering, I bump my music loud as hell. And no one seems to complain for once. Had the piece to do my heart, not restrain for much. So I'm scared at this point, it's marvelous. It's usually followed by just BS. So I said to myself, let's just enjoy this. Have a drink, sit back and sing this. It got me feeling so marvelous, Never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. If you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, it's not going to happen. You know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. But a lot of people become comfortable. They stop growing, they stop wanting anything, they, they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like, jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for, that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know, that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it, that you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. 
What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs, but they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. The question is, what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day, workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me and who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. That the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a thing that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep. If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. When you die, die on eat. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish.
listen to me, you're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043. Do you need general aid? Do you have a crisis, unplanned pregnancy? We can help you meet your needs. Contact Restoring Eden Foundation on our website at reshfoundation.com. That's reshfoundation.com. Keeping your family connected is important in today's fast-paced world. Lula Pets makes it easy and fun. Lula Pets is the cuddly plush toy that has a voice recorder and MP3 player hidden inside. It's great for sending a special message to your kids while you're away, and grandparents can send messages to their grandkids. Kids will love listening to the messages you send using the free, easy-to-use voice messaging app. Lula Pets come in a variety of plush characters. Go online to order yours today at lulapets.com. Junus, a line of personal care and nutrition that is redefining youth. Through the Luminese line that rejuvenates your skin to the nutrition line helping to recapture youthful energy. Check out our full line of products at lookingyounglivehealthy.com. Junus combines a breakthrough of sciences in a product system that enhances youth by working at the cellular level. By focusing on longevity and renewal of cells, Junus helps to achieve youthful results that last. Be a part of a youthful experience. Visit us at LookingYoungLiveHealthy.com. Don't wait. That's LookingYoungLiveHealthy.com.
the garden gate that's open wide for him. You love him, but you don't know the ice is skating on the stand. You know, he knows all of his secrets, but he gave you none. Then he turned his back and walked away. You know what? I really believe when it's all said and done, LeBron James will go down as the second greatest player to ever play the game. And, of course, you know the the greatest. The greatest. Jordan. Don't. Jordan. Hello, this is Vincent K. Harris, and you are watching Vince on Business, the place where we take ideas to execution. And today is Your Problem, My Solution Wednesday. Today, I'm going to provide you with three steps 
to overcoming limiting beliefs, as well as eliminating self-doubt. Our attitudes and beliefs are never in the neutral. In fact, they're either holding us back or moving us forward. As entrepreneurs, we sometimes forget that we choose what it is that we believe, not only about our business, but even about ourselves and how we interact with our business. The number one way people sabotage their dream is when they project fear and doubt into their dream. And of course, if you need a video on fear, click right here. No, 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 go ahead. Click right here. I'll be patient. Click right here. So when a doubting voice begins to creep in to say things like, I'm too young, I'm too old, or I don't have what it is that someone else has, turn the volume down on that doubting voice and listen more so to the voice of your dreams. The voices of your dreams simply want to know one thing. What's the action plan to accomplish the goals and dreams of my business and how can I make it as profitable as possible so that I can leave a legacy? Now, in the process, you must realize obstacles will present themselves. However, you must realize that obstacles should change your direction but not your destination. So, here are three strategies to overcome self-doubt. Strategy number one is to never look into your checkbook to decide whether or not you believe in your dream. To take it a step further, never shrink your dreams to fit your income. As entrepreneurs, many times we list all the things that we don't have that could possibly move us forward and take us to the next dimension of success in our business. And instead, what we should be doing is we should be listing all of the things that we currently do have that can give us possibilities. They can give us a new environment and a new way of thinking, not only for ourselves, but of course for the success of our business. Oh no, my QuickBooks says I only have $1,000, but I need 10000 Well, I guess I can't do it. You're right. The solution to this problem is to never permit new dreams to die because of old habits. So, the only place you should be looking to decide whether or not you believe in your dream is within your own heart. From here, eliminate all outside interference and, of course, begin to take action quickly. Remember, money loves speed. Strategy number two is to schedule a photo shoot. Yale University did a study on how attitude, appearance, as well as personality influence others. After weeks of research, they concluded that the single most powerful influence each of us has is not our height, our personality, or even our looks. Is simply our ability to smile. So of course, not only does that work for others, it also works for us. So whenever you need to eliminate self-doubt about yourself or about a decision that you're making, remember this. It takes 62 muscles to frown and only 26 muscles to smile. So guess what? Start smiling. Or you can even do the way the women do it uh, that you see on Instagram and and Twitter, you know where they do the phones like this? <laughs> and of course, then you know we can't do a photo shoot without a bow socks hat. As entrepreneurs, I believe we're supposed to be the light of the world. And I also believe that that light switch is simply a smile. Strategy number three is that you must believe. You see, the power of your belief is locked into the persistence of the actions that you take. As an entrepreneur, I know you're passionate about your goals, your dreams, as well as your business. However, we must place action with those thoughts, with those dreams, 
so that we can take our business to the next level and eliminate self-doubt in ourselves. Overcoming limiting beliefs as well as self-doubt is not an overnight process. However, persistence and action is what you will need at the end of the day to make sure you flourish in your business. So for each of you who are dealing with self-doubt, that is my solution to your problem. But you know what? I want to hear from you. Comment below and let us know how you eliminate self-doubt. And of course, head on over to VinceOnBusiness.com to join the conversation. Did this video solve your problem? If so, subscribe to my channel and of course, share it with your family, your friends, as well as your colleagues. And if you want even more resources and personal insights, head on over to VinceOnBusiness.com and sign up for my email updates. And remember, you are two people, the person you are currently and the person you were destined to become. And the goal in life is to get those two people to meet because it's never too late to become what you should have been. Thanks for watching.
And I respect your point of view Baby, hold back Don't push your love so fast Hold back, baby Let's make this love last Hold back, baby No need to explain Feeling for me, darling Check this I feel the same Oh, yeah I feel the same I won't lie, baby I feel the same What you feeling for me, darling I feel the same Especially for those that rush relationships, even though you feel like you click with the person, you just you just move too fast. So just slow down. Everybody's you know feeling the same way about each other. Just take your time. And you know I used to think that was like a cop out for men. It's like let's just see where it goes. I'm like nah, you playing games. So anyway, I like that song, um, Baby Hold Back or Hold Back Baby by Jam and John Delane. Uh, listen, before we get out of here today, I want to talk about the elephant in the room and the elephant in the room this time is just really when it just feels like things are um like Don would say deal breakers deal breaker after deal breaker and there are things that you want to do and it just seems like something continues continues to push you back and it's really how we respond to those things and I know that but when you're in the situation you're not thinking about responding you're reacting and you want to you know you want to have your rights your needs your entitlements met as well as whoever or whatever is opposing you. And it's a challenge, whether you're getting sued or a flat tire or the lights are getting shut off or the account gets frozen, whatever it is, whatever those deal breakers are, it's enough to um, upset you. It's enough to um, make you just really question, you know, why me? What did I put out into the universe to get this? So I'm still kind of stuck with that, you know, what you put out, you get back thing. For the most part, I, I agree with it, but then there are some things that sometimes I wonder what in the world did I put out to get this back because I just want to know so I don't do that again. And I know many of you can attest to the same thing. You probably experienced the same thing. What in the world did I do so bad that I'm getting this energy back? And I know we repeat tests if we failed them. But sometimes if I'm repeating a test, I don't remember something and it's the first time that it's happening. And we ask ourselves the question, you know, first of all, who do we have around us that can help us 
put things into perspective and then and then allow us to express our emotions freely, then help us calm down like all of these stages, right? But when it seems like there are so many deal breakers and you're just maybe down on your luck or you're just not in your happiest place, what do you do? And that's the elephant in the room. Are we looking for there to be a feeling? Are we really willing to sit back and ask questions and say, okay, these things are happening because they just happened. These things are happening in other people's lives that we care about. What can I do about them? Am I supposed to do anything? And sometimes we just we just worry about other people in other situations that we have no control over, and that leaves us feeling helpless. That leaves us feeling like maybe I'm supposed to be able to do something, but I can't, and it bothers me that I can't. Um, get that done, or I can't help them, or I can't fix their problem. And then if we have helped people where we could and we need help and nobody's there to help us, then we feel down again. Gee, (laughs) that's a lot of life challenges. And following up to what Don has shared with us on this Wednesday as well as every Wednesday, those deal breakers really make us feel like, you know, we are at the end of our rope or, our back is against the wall or, you know, nobody's there for us. But when we put it in perspective, it's really a small window of time or that we're going through that. Maybe it's a week, but if you have one bad week as opposed to, you know, eight good months, just don't let that negativity overwhelm it. And I don't want to have the, well, at least we're not in the streets or at least we're not walking or at least we got food. I don't necessarily want to say it like that, but the bright side of it is, We have, and you fill in the blank, you know, I have food. Avoid focusing on what you don't have. Don't say, okay, don't say, well, at least I have something to eat. It may not be what I want, but at least I have something to eat. And I'm guilty of saying that too. So just, you know, appreciate where you are. Because if you're scrounging for the light bill, you could be scrounging for a place to stay. So don't worry about the light bill. It could be worse, you know, that kind of thing. Don't necessarily focus on the things that it could be worse than or somebody else has it worse than you. We're we're built for these things that we go through. We may not feel like it. And I'm raising my hand really high. Um, we may not feel like we're built for these things, but... We are, and when you met with those challenges, what I find to be the best thing to do is really get by yourself. And you may say, oh, i got to work or, you know, i got the kids. As quickly as possible, get to a stopping point where you can just go and just sit. Because sometimes we just need to reset. Sometimes we need to look at something with fresh eyes. If you have the opportunity to say, you know what, can we table this until tomorrow? Can we look at this again in seven days? Do I have some breathing room where... I don't have to make a decision right now. And if the answer is yes, take it. Don't do it just to get it out of the way. Don't do it just to complete the task. Don't do it so you don't have to deal with it because if you deal with it and you have the wrong attitude, it may make matters worse and you're continuing to have to deal with it. So is it something that can be delayed? Not procrastination, but something that can be delayed because you need a better mindset to deal with it. You need a fresh set of eyes. There's sometimes that I will fix something, whether it's, you know, coordinating an outfit or doing something with my hair or fixing a meal, and it just doesn't seem right at first. But if I come back later, it's just right. 
and I don't know if I was too close to the situation or I just needed to go away and come back and get fresh eyes. So take that and apply it to those situations in your life that might have you wondering, why am I here? Why is this happening to me? And say, you know what, let me see if I can table this for right now. I don't have to deal with it right this minute. So let me put this to the side and let me revisit it. It does need to be resolved. It's not going to happen right now. You can always revisit something. If there was a meeting you need to attend, you ask yourself, okay, how detrimental is it if I don't go? Because I don't want to go and I'm in this funk and I'm not organized. Is it something that can be delayed if it's not, then do your best to hmm, be on your best behavior, <laughs> for lack of something better to say. You know, try to logically think about, okay, these are things I need to respond to. Um, I may come across a little short with people, but read people's faces to see if maybe you have to say a few extra words to them to explain if they feel like you came across short. You can say, listen, um, I'm not really feeling well today, so I wanted to come. I didn't want to let you down, but um, just excuse me if I'm not as convers if I don't have as much conversation for you as I normally do. But I'm here and I'm supportive of you, and I want to make sure that I don't come across um, negative because it's nothing that you've done, and it's not that I don't want to be here. I want to make sure that whatever you see from me today does not, you know, turn you off or have you thinking that I don't support you. And sometimes that's just enough for, you know, people to say, you know, I understand, or they may excuse you. Listen, I'm sorry you drove all the way out here. Um, go ahead and sit this one out, and I'll fill you in later. Maybe they'll say that, or maybe they say, okay, I understand if you're not responding too much. I understand what's going on. I'm glad you're here. But sometimes people need that, especially if whatever your behavior is going to be is going to be different. But if you can avoid it, without having to show yourself in that negative light to other people as you're working through life challenges, go and, um, you know, read a book, go meditate, go be by yourself. Because some of these things we deal with in life, they don't just go away. We, they don't just go away. We have to eventually deal with them. So when it seems like things are falling apart and you're not in your best space, find those things that put you in your best space. Find those things that put you... Um, where you're agreeable with the things and the people around you so that, you know, you can begin to move forward. Because as long as you seem to press through and you keep getting pushed back, you're really going backwards. And you're being met with resistance, and you need to find another strategy. How can I overcome this? And sometimes we have past guilt that are weighing us down, and we may not realize it. Maybe we feel like we're trying to make up for something that we didn't do in the past. Maybe we have poor health now, so we're feeling guilty about all the years we had poor health and we're trying to double up on workouts and do, you know, these insanity workouts, and we're just doing more damage than good. For the most part, just get started. Just get started with a better thought process. And it takes one thought at a time because I still struggle myself, and I still have a lot of work to do and a long way to go when it comes to, you know, not getting upset about something I feel like somebody's done that's wronged me. It just takes a lot of practice. That person feels something, too, just like I feel something. They feel entitled to something, too, even if it doesn't make sense to me. They feel something, too. So 
putting all things in perspective, once I calm down, I'm able to say, okay, how do I rationally deal with this scenario? And it may not be the same day as the instant the situation happened. Um, if I'm trying to make up for something that I did not do um, for a friend, maybe I just need to sit down with them and say, right, can we just start fresh? Because sometimes you just never get caught up or you just never feel like you've accomplished paying back a debt or a guilt or a letdown that you've given to someone. And sometimes, more times than not, we are too hard on ourselves. I'm not saying let yourself off the hook where you don't, you know, acknowledge or be accountable for those things that you've done to make the journey a little tougher, but don't beat yourself up so much that you don't move along that journey any further. That's our elephant for today. That's our elephant in the room. We have a couple of other things uh, coming up for you. If you'd like to listen to some more independent music, I have that coming up for you. If not, enjoy the rest of your day, and thank you for being a part of This Needs to Be Said. I always enjoy your words, and I'm having a help me settle an argument moment out on Facebook, so join me out there because I'm wondering what your thoughts are about the logo, and I have two things for you to choose from. It's our original logo, and it's our latest logo, which is the elephant. And I want to know, you know, what you think. Should we keep the logo or should we combine them or should we go back to the old one? So meet me out there. This needs to be said on Facebook and continue to listen to our music. Thank you so much for being a part of This Needs to be Said. This needs to be said. Tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said. Tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said. Oh, this needs to be said. Tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said. Oh, tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said. Oh. Let's talk about it. This needs to be said. Tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said. Oh, tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said. This needs to be said. Tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said. Oh, tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said.
meditating or praying, connecting to a higher power. I believe that as a spiritual practice. And along with giving unconditional divine love, uh, I believe that acknowledging one another takes spiritual eyes. It takes spiritual eyes to see somebody's wholeness because sometimes when we see somebody, we look at their faults and we look at their weaknesses. And the spiritual in me can connect with the spiritual in you. We have to be open to it. The law of love. I believe that we attract people into our lives so that we can love them. And love is the greatest attractor. So here we're attracting people into our lives, and yet we're not expressing this unconditional divine love. We're not tapping into that spiritual flame that we all have inside of us. It's it's down there hidden somewhere. And so love is a universal law, just like gravity is a universal law. And like I said, we kind of push it to the side or we have these preconceived notions of what love is, that it's conditional, it has to be earned, and all this other. So when people are attracted into our lives, sometimes there's a big contrast between you and that person. And our initial reaction is to kind of push that away. Oh, they're different from us. They look different. They have different beliefs. They have different um, objectives and opinions. And so we push them away. But if we are really practicing unconditional divine love, um, that love sees everyone as whole and complete and perfect. And it's profound and deep. And you can put your blinders on and not see that. Um, So when we meet someone that has contrast, maybe that's because we see something in us, in them, that we don't really care for. So we need to kind of look past that and love each other unconditionally. It's, it takes some practice, but we all have it in us, and so we need to tap into that. Um, we love because we are love, and we love because the other person is love, so we can look past that physical difference or the belief systems that are different and, and love the person as a spirit. Uh, I would love for you to notice the name tags. How many times do we go into a restaurant or a store and we see someone with a name tag and we never address them by name? This is a simple exercise to express unconditional love. The next time you're in the store, and hopefully this will become a habit, I want you to express unconditional divine love by thanking the person by name. You're going to acknowledge that other person spirit to spirit. Your spiritual eyes are going to see their wholeness. And you're going to thank that person by name. And the effects are going to ripple. You are going to make that person's day. And in turn, they're going to feel unconditionally loved. And they will pass that on. So we will practice loving out loud. I really thank you for joining me for this segment of Mindset Minute. To continue your journey to be a better you, Connect with me at me to the power of we.com because together is better. I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your daily dose of weird news. Chicago Cubs manager Joe Madden revealed a superstition he adhered to during the team's nine game winning streak recently. Madden said early Sunday, I'll concede to one thing. I've worn the same socks for many days to and from the ballpark. They're camo socks, 
It absorbs sweat really well, so it's not awful. Well, the uh, Cubs lost Sunday, so you can change your socks, Joe. Man, for crying out loud. An Australian teacher who won $20,000 on a TV game show will buy new shoes for the students at her school. All 200 students will receive a pair of sturdy shoes to get them through the winter. Now, had this been a teacher in America, she would have spent the $20,000 on a personalized gold-plated eye watch with matching iPad and maybe a pair of sneakers. Jay Leno said in a recent interview that Jimmy Kimmel is sinking in the ratings because of his mean streak. You know, hey, you know what? Maybe Kimmel could run for president. A mean streak? That's what's helping Trump out right now. A Russian bodybuilder is in the hospital after asking a friend to stab him in the stomach because he claimed his abs were knife-proof. Yeah, I guess not. President Obama once again derided the idea of voter ID, saying, quote, going to vote in somebody else's name doesn't happen, unquote. Yeah, uh, yeah, where he comes from in Chicago, it's usually several somebody's names. Authorities in Los Angeles are looking for a burglar who accidentally took a selfie with his victim's iPhone. Police say the thief entered a home through an unlocked door and grabbed the phone, but he accidentally activated a video app. The crook briefly recorded himself standing in the living room before he took off with the device. The owner of the phone remotely accessed the video, and police have released it. Authorities say they don't know the thief's name, but they do know what he looks like, and they're hoping somebody else can put a name to the face. You know, if you're going to steal a smartphone and get away with it, you need to be smart yourself. Sorry, doofus. The dog that went missing in Texas last week is back with her family after being found nearly 900 miles away in Florida. But, but uh, I, I was trying to get away from you people! The CDC would like to remind us that kissing our pet chickens can spread salmonella. So, brush your teeth before you kiss your chicken so they don't catch it from you. That's your Daily Dose of Weird News. I'm Darren Marlar. You can get more weird news at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. Head on over to ThisNeedsToBe.com for our free class for tonight, the secondary credit number. You don't want to miss that. That's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you all so much for tuning in to This Needs to Be Said. We'll see you back here on tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, for more This Needs to Be Said. Let's not end the conversation here. Head over to Facebook and join us there so we can continue our conversation, all right? And help me decide which one of the logos I should use, all right? Yeah. I want to thank you. DJ Echo DJ Delmatic So free
Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.